listening to this freaks hello freaks welcome to the pod when was the last time you heard our dulcet tones who knows <laughs> i know my mom sent me a text or no i was on the phone with my mom yesterday and she's like so when are you guys getting back in the studio when are i getting went, back in the saddle when you, oh the studio our respective bedroom <laughs> when are you going back to your bedroom <laughs> i was getting back into bed now actually mom <laughs> as we speak right now i'm actually in it it's um well, we both uh, had we had so we found some sad news this weekend. Um, yes. Our friend Ben Brown passed away, uh, beloved Laughing Skull staple. And as you all know, I'm uh, the least sentimental person in the world, so I'm not very good at this. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very very sad, and we actually postponed our recording because we just didn't like want to do it this weekend because it was just a bummer so yeah we were not feeling it he was I mean everyone that knew him so loved like beloved member of the community such like sincerity like I feel like that's the word I keep finding when talking about him is like just so sincere and genuine and fun and also one of the first people who ever told me that he was a freak of the pod oh I found I was looking through some messages and he was like with one of the first I was like I love it like I've been listening to it every time I'm in the car um, that's so nice so we lost a so most importantly a freak of the pop I know we're down one, one <laughs> listener now tomorrow. we only Fuck have you. god damn it Ben now we only have nine <laughs> <laughs> he uh I mean not to make this I mean we all make death about ourselves because the only person who's not experiencing it is the person who's not here anymore do you know mm-hmm. what I mean For so sure. I think it like definitely you could definitely see like the impact he made in the scene. And I think the thing that like I took away most from it is that like, I felt like a lot of people in the scene and in every comedy scene, this is not pointed at anyone except for myself. I'm (laughs) this is I'm internalizing this, but I feel like we all definitely have like main character syndrome a lot, like my life, a movie kind of stuff. (laughs) And I feel like Ben was somebody who wasn't that person. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I felt like he was such a supporter and fan of everybody mm-hmm. and like genuinely like hyping everyone up. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I loved. Um, Yeah, I'm very, very grateful for the time I got to spend with him and like probably be the most like going in early to host the mic. And like I'd be there like an hour early and like would mainly spend time with him and him and Andrew. And I felt like we got to know each other a lot better during those those times. Yeah. But. definitely yeah definitely like i mean last uh i mean i think ben would appreciate this as a joke but way to go getting out of all the work of laughing skull <laughs> festival dude worked his ass off last he year he was oh my god yeah it was he'd never fucking ran a festival before and he fucking ran it he ran the festival like he was ne- like 24 hours a day never not busy and i i get it you know you don't want to do that again we get it <laughs> such a hard worker I said the other day yeah he was if I mean if you knew him you know this like the hardest worker ever always at the skull always like putting his everything back into it hard into it but the other day um it was like you know the day out we found out he passed on Friday 
Mm. and Friday morning and I was at the skull Friday night and um you know it was like somber but like nice you know people sharing stories and stuff and the shows were happening the shows were all great which was like very cool and uh there was just all this stuff though like he did so much work there there was just like stuff that wasn't like you know the paper towels in the green room weren't replaced and all the stuff and everybody's like where the fuck are my chicken wings (laughs) (laughs) and there was like the water thing like the water filter was like the water was out and like Derek didn't know how to replace it and Brittany didn't know how to replace it and she was like well you know who normally does this right and I was like y'all Ben did so much here this is about to be that episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia when the waitress tells Charlie to stop stalking her and he's like fine I'll stop interfering with your life and then she's like my hair's falling out and he's like yeah I used to put vitamins in your shampoo and conditioner (laughs) it's gonna be like that like he really just did so much and such like no one ever said anything bad about him like yeah it's I mean I mean anyone obviously it's the loss but it's such a loss like yeah it's uh and I I was I was particularly touched you posted this I think Zach might have posted it but it was just like his um I don't know what the word for it is like his signature on the the laughing skull wall was like Ben Brown is trying his best yeah it's I think we should all try our best absolutely we should all try our best and I think I'm gonna take from Ben like like being being a little bit more like I feel like I already am like a cheerleader but like supportive but like being a little bit more like of a cheerleader for others and like leading with kind and like like he just like I don't know he made me excited about comedy because he just loved it so much and like was just so excited to be there yeah yeah I uh I think that's that's something that's like definitely an innate gift where you're like stoked for other people. It's like where it's not like an effort, which I do think we should all put in the effort if, you know, if if God calls our hearts to do so. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like it was just so like natural for him to be like stoked to be there. And like, yeah, it's a good thing to keep in mind where it's like we all take that for granted. Yeah. And it, it's funny because I feel like when someone passes suddenly, it's like a reminder, you know, like tell people, you know, how you feel about them. Tell people you appreciate them. Bury hatchets that are stupid. But it's like that. It's also like a double reminder with Ben because I'm like, I always knew how Ben felt about me. Like whenever I saw him, it was such a verbal affirmation of like, oh, hell yes. I love it when you host. I love it when you're here. Like just making your feelings known are is yeah. powerful. Yeah. Well, I, I was, yeah, genuinely like just seeing everybody, like how much they cared about him was like, and he was like, you know, only around for a couple of years. So I think like leaving a mark is uh, not necessarily something everybody does well, but I think that like, or intentionally, but I think, yeah, definitely that'll be a big hole to fill. Yeah. He definitely made an impression so quickly. So this podcast, we dedicate it to the freak and he was lots of other things too (laughs) but most importantly freak of the pod freak of the pod Um, and you know trying his best ben brown you know y'all if you're out there today get a get a coke zero or tequila in a water cup (laughs) (laughs) ben was always drinking tequila out of a water cup (laughs) there's one thing you could say about him he was always drinking tequila out of a water cup (laughs) or a grilled chicken salad from laughing skull Mm. and uh, have that in his honor but yeah hopefully we can all take a little bit of bb with us yeah 
Uh, so right, anyway, I went the to the gynecologist. <laughs> what have you been up to? Was that true? What was true? Oh no, God, I'm been not going the back there. Are you kidding me? Never okay, fucking going back. I've never. I was temping in an office for the past two weeks, mm. and let me just say, I te- I know I texted you this. I was going a little crazy when I was texting you. Um, what a joyless place. Oh yeah, joy. Maybe if it's like a cool office and maybe if you're in the office culture, like I'm basically the receptionist slash like the office manager when I'm there. Like I make the coffee. I hand out the mail. I restock stuff like I'm that person. Mm. And um, it's so easy. So I really should not be complaining. But uh, one time I was refilling the coffee when I was there and this man came up to me and went, damn, all you really do here is refill the coffee, huh? And I was like, shut up. They'll hear you. Well, I mean, if somebody else was there to do it, you wouldn't be doing it, and then they wouldn't need you. So clearly, you're an essential cog in the machine. I'm an essential. It's just joyless and, like, I don't know. I just really don't like the vibes. No one's mean, but no one's... There's a couple people that are, like, out of their way friendly. Like, maybe three or four out of a lot. It looks like one of those loft slash offices at uh, Pont City Market. Yeah, they have one at Pond City Market. Oh, they do? Gonna, yeah. That's funny. It's just so, like, the people who I work for are really fucking nice and really cool. Like, everyone I've trained with is awesome. It's just, like, I got to work one day, and there was, like, a post-it note on my desk, and it was, like, copy copiers, uh, printers out of paper, eight, eight inches and 11 inches. And, you know, they didn't write it in that tone, but that was the tone I read it in. But there's just, like, no... And then I check... And I'm like, the paper for the, it's like, y'all, the paper for it is right next to it. So you can refill it. That's like, an amazing, yeah, that's an amazing lack of self-awareness being like, <laughs> somebody put, the, I'm going to go find a smaller piece of paper to let you know. I'm going to take more time to do this. And also there's two printers. One of the printers had eight inch paper. The other one had 11 inch paper. So there technically was everything you needed. All right. Some um, people, man. It's really funny. And then one guy, I'm so quiet too there because I just don't feel comfortable. Like I'm friendly, but it's such a different environment. I'm only used to working in like restaurants, camps, like comedy. Like I'm mm-hmm. not used to like actually there being an HR or like people actually being like professional and like, you know, not just saying everything that's across their mind. Um, And this one man came up to me. I was talking to the the guy who worked in the building. He's like a maintenance guy, Jason. He rocks. And he was asking me about, he found out I did comedy and he was asking me about a show in Marietta because that's where he lived. And then the next day, this guy came up and he said, I heard you talking about Marietta and I wondered if you were from there. So I looked you up, which I don't even know how he looked me up. I don't even know how he had my last name. Um, so I looked you up and I saw that you did comedy. He went and he was like, that's very cool. And he's like, yeah, I watched some of your clips. It was really interesting because I have this like perspective of you seeing you here, like what I who I think you are based off of witnessing you and then he's like then I watched your videos and I was like oh my god not even a little and I was like haha well that's a good thing you didn't think that based off of me being here or else I would be fired that's hilarious yeah I know that my co-workers are gonna watch it because we all follow each other and so I'll see them like it and I'm like what am I gonna <laughs> do they're I mean like I don't want it to like stifle me possibly doing jokes about them. Like I did that men peeing joke and they liked it and we all, we had a conversation about it at work. Um, but not a negative one. Um, what was the combo? Just like, 
they didn't realize that they didn't go to the bathroom. So I made everybody as self-conscious as I was. And it, that's, that feels good. I think that feels nice. Um, speak, yeah, we don't have HR at my place either. And I also, cause like, I've only been there like three months. So I'm still like getting used to being like the full freak. I haven't, I think I'm at like 48% freak. And 48 um, for you is a thousand for some people. That is. It's almost too much. For, and then sometimes I have to pull it back because I'm like, I just said something horrible. No, don't pull it back. Lean in. Um, but we were at like some event and like the the C-suite people, like the people, our clients who like are in charge of us were there. And there's a husband and wife duo and they're, you know, mid thirties, like Zumba class hero. Like they're very like hot body hot. Hell yeah. young parents. And so the guy, he slapped his wife on the ass. And in my head, I went, <laughs> in my head, I went, <laughs> don't say it. I went, in my head, I went, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have said it. And I was so, no, I shouldn't, uh, that you can't, I don't know who I could have said that to, but I was like, I was like, why did I even think that? Like, that's not something like. We've worked so hard over all these years as women to not get slapped in the ass. And all we want when we see somebody else get it is our little taste, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Here's my question. Yes, you definitely shouldn't have said it. But he also shouldn't have slapped his wife's ass in front of you guys. So I'm like, my head's like fair game, maritime law now. I know. That's not, yeah, I was thinking, too. And it was like at an event, like there are people around. I'm like, OK, you the yeah. boss. You the boss. You can boss. You can boss my ass around. You can boss my butt around any day of the week. Wouldn't it be funny? Isn't it funny, like, uh, to exchange the word "ass" with "butt" in that kind of context? You butt. You, my God, you got such my, a hot my butt. butt. One. My butt. Your butt looks so good. God, I want to. <laughs> I want to slap that butt. Give me that butt. God, I wish yeah. I was your wife's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I just get crazier and crazier. I'm like, give me the fucking bird. Give me oh, but you're like the fish from Finding Nemo. Yeah, I do think I, I I did have that thought where it's like if I said my thing, I think that balances out him doing that. Yeah. And it would make him not do it again. But I don't <laughs> I don't care that he did it. No. I'm worried about my mental health that I thought that. <laughs> I think that just shows you're quick, you're clever, you're hilarious. And I wish there was someone you'll find I'm I'm excited for the day you have someone in the office you can turn to and say that to. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have been fun if I had a coworker next to me and we saw that. I mm -hmm. go, "Where's mine? Where's you ours?" You bring somebody else into the mental illness, and that's how you—that's how you get close to people. I feel like, yeah, yeah. If you had had the coworker next to you, hilarious the thought of you just saying it out loud by yourself, like to him, like, "Where's <laughs> mine?" <laughs> hey, who the fuck is that girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh where's mine <laughs> i know today's the first day we've met in person but i would like to ask you where's mine we've shook it we've shaken hands now how about i shake something else for you <laughs> <laughs> i've been taking my ass class my ass classes oh yes i'm trying to write a joke right now about um katie katie knows because i sent her a recording of it i've literally have all these bits and jokes that i'm like okay these are good premises going somewhere and I'm like, God, they're really not going anywhere because Katie's not here to watch them and give me something. <laughs> I think that's my problem. I also haven't been getting on stage a lot, but I've written a couple jokes. Just a couple. Just a few. Just a couple. I was trying to write a joke. I'll tell you this one. Uh, oh, so I'll tell you, can I tell you the story of 
my weekend in Sacramento. Oh, yes. Tell me all about it. So I went to Sacramento for these shows, and they're called gateway shows. So you, like, do two sets in one show, but one's sober and one's high. So it's kind of like... <laughs> That's great. It's a great idea. It's, like, so fun. And you're not supposed to smoke all day until you do it, which, like, makes the day long. Um, <laughs> makes the day Are you still not long. smoking as much? Uh, no, I'm smoke. I'm back at it. But <laughs> no, no ciggies. That's just great. Zen. How many days? Um, where's my phone? Oh no, I think it's been um uh four weeks yesterday. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's amazing. Congratulations! Oh, thank you, thank you. And y'all can't see this, but Katie's skin is glowing. It's glowing. Your skin does look different. Thank you. I guess so, that's like, good. It is like the t- not that you looked bad before, but like I noticed the same thing with Zach when he stopped smoking. Like the tone, the color changes a little bit. My circulation's coming back. <laughs> Yay. Okay, keep sorry, smoker Sacramento. Um, oh, so uh so I go and like it's like a five hour drive and it's like a nice drive. You're not in traffic at all, which is great. And so I get there and then we immediately have to go to the venue, which is like two and a half hours away. So I didn't have to drive that, which is great also. Um, and it's me, Carmen, and Billy, the guy who runs the show. And we go there, we're all hanging out, we do the first set, it's fine. And then like the sponsors for the show show up with these like it's like a little vase and it's got a dab thing underneath it. And so it fills the vase up with smoke and you like drink the smoke. Oh, fuck. And so I'm like, well, I guess we're doing that. Oh, my God. They want you like really high. Well, I did one and I see Carmen doing one. And then I see her like, I thought she was doing another one. So the guy goes, do you want another one? And I went, sure. <gasps> so I do like two dabs of like. I don't know the devil's the devil's dabs. I don't know what they're called. Uh, and so I just sit down and like immediately I'm not having a good time. Do you know oh, what I mean? No. Where it's like I'm like just keep tapping your feet and everything's gonna be okay. But like I always know I'm not having a good time if I'm not talking because I'm like too scared to, to say anything. You felt anxious or paranoid? Yeah, I was just like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. And I like get up to walk and I'm like, my feet aren't working so good. Oh, no. And so then I just go like, I'm like, okay, I guess I got to get on. I thought it would be so, I thought it was going to be so funny to get that high and get on stage. And then I just like, okay, so I go to the bathroom. I'm not feeling great. I go post up by the side of the stage. The host starts the show and he does like another 10 or 15. So I'm standing there and I am like, I cannot go on stage, but Carmen's not there. So I was like going to ask her to go in front of me. And then I'm just like, the whole I'm room sweating gets real right sp- now. I was sweating profusely. You feel sick. You feel physically sick like you're going to pass out. I felt like, yeah, it was like, it was like almost like the, some of those worst times when you're like drunk and you're like, I'm getting spinny or whatever. Oh my God. So I'm standing next to this. I have a cup of water, which tastes, and in my head, I'm like this taste. That's the only thing I could hold on to was it tastes like the Limerick Junction jug of water <laughs> and Hell it was yeah. sweet. And in sweet my head, water. I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> sweet water, baby. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, I'm just going to put my head down for a second on this barrel. So like next I put to my, the stage, next to the stage. So I'm like in the darkness, but I'm like, I'm like, he's going to call me. I'm going to have to crawl onto the stage. And I put my head down on the barrel, immediately knock my water over. <laughs> and it was a full water. It was a big, it was a big water. And so there's water all over the floor. And I just put my head down and I'm just like, I guess this is my life now. 
And then like some woman came over. She goes, are you okay? And I was like, uh-huh. She goes, do you want some water? I go, uh-huh. And then she brings me another sweet cup of water. And so uh, Carmen finally comes up and I go, can you go up before me? She's like, you're not, you're not looking good. And I was like, yeah, she goes, yeah, I'll go up before you go splash some water in your face. I come out. She goes on stage. The host comes off. And this guy, this made me so fucking mad. This guy grabs the host. He was like sitting right next to me. And he goes, hey, man, I think she threw up. <laughs> like you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you're a fucking, like you're his dog. And you're like, hey, man, I think when you're gone, your dog threw up at the party. <laughs> I think she threw up. You heard him say it? Yeah, I heard him say it. And I looked at Billy and I go, I did not throw up. I knocked my water over. <laughs> and he goes he goes i know because I'm, I'm like hey you could see the clear liquid on the floor like there's not chunks of vomit on the floor and also tomorrow let me ask you this if there's a room full of people and there's a woman next to the stage <laughs> actively and aggressively vomiting do you think that only one person would notice <laughs> no i think everyone would smell Everyone would smell. Everyone would look. The show might stop. The host might look at me while he was on stage going, oh, my dog's throwing up. <laughs> my golden doodle. My golden doodle's over there gagging on a hairball. Um, but by the time Carmen was done, I was like, better. I was fine to go on stage. And it was a good set. How um, much time did Carmen do before? Couldn't tell you. you. <laughs> could have been 10 minutes. Could have been 10 years. How much time did you do? I think I did like 10 or 11 minutes. Do you have a video of it? I do. Oh, take it. Show us. I need to see it. So the problem is, here's the thing, is like, and I, I'll send it to you and you can watch it on an unlisted YouTube link. So it's like the point of the second half of the show is just do whatever jokes you want mm -hmm. and do your darkest jokes or whatever. And so some of them like aren't things I could ever put on. They aren't clippable. So the whole time I'm doing the jokes, I'm like another one down the toilet uh because i wrote a new joke um i'll tell i'll tell our freaks this one if, if you guys have tags tell them to tamar and then she will relay them to me as we yes. all know how the system of communication works on the friggin show <laughs> we all know um well i learned that uh hitler had a dog <laughs> and so i asked the audience and his go, name was katie hughes sorry <laughs> <laughs> and it kept vomiting everywhere <laughs> hitler your dog threw up <laughs> um uh and it was a it was a german shepherd so i asked the audience i'm like y'all know what it was and if they yell it out i go up oh, too fast uh <laughs> and then uh its name was blondie so if anybody knew that that would be way too fast but i go uh all i could think about is how how if he walked his dog in my neighborhood i would have to wave at him you have to do that awkward little dog walker wave like uh, and then you know he'd wave back but it's not the same wave <laughs> and and then I talk about like working at a doggy daycare where I think everybody has a little Hitler in them. <laughs> and then the last part is about how he he killed the dog with the cyanide that he took. And I go, oh, I didn't know he was that thin, uh, which people don't love. And the then dog I go, was that thin? Uh, no, that Hitler is as small as a dog. Oh, OK, I get it. So I think it's the phrasing. Um, and then people get upset about the dog dying. I go, well. I can't tell you what else he did if you're upset about that. And then that gets a big <laughs> that, laugh. But you can't great. put a Hitler joke on the internet, as we learned when I commented to that kid in your comments. What did you say again to the guy in my comments? Oh, I you said, said Hitler <laughs> would have loved you. 
<laughs> and then Katie got shadow banned for a little bit. I know, like ninety days. It was a oh, hard time. That was so funny. That is an incredible story. Everything you just said. Do you think you did? You were you acting high? You feel like? Do you think the audience was getting what they wanted of like high comics, like stoned comics? I think so. Yeah, I think like well, I think the audience also gets to smoke too during the intermission, which I think makes everybody be on the same page, which is cool. That's nice. So you don't feel like you don't feel. That's the thing. You don't feel paranoid being on stage high because, you know, everybody else is high. It was just being off stage, being like, I'm going to pass out on stage. And the feeling of your legs. Like, I remember when I was younger, learning how to like smoking, like multiple times being like, oh, I'm going to like, I need to lay down. I'm I'm passed out. Like, it's the the feeling. So um, I would have been I would have been like, well, I guess I'm not going up like at a drunks over high last year. I think it was. I want to say it was Carlette. I don't know. I could be wrong. Carlette, maybe it was Leah Via. No, I think she did a set. I think it was Carlette Jennings. I'm not positive. I think she, because I remember Voss went up first and he was drunk and she was high. And then I remember she got high and she was like, I'm not going up there. <laughs> she was like, sorry, I'm not doing But that's different because you have a lot of people on the show versus three people on the show. Yeah. Well, in my head, I remember thinking that too. I was like, and usually I don't like, hang on to like high thoughts but I guess like when they're that intense but like one was about the water being too sweet and then the other one was like I was going you did not fucking drive all the way to Sacramento to not go up on stage like I was like you're going on stage no matter what like I was like really trying to hype myself up but that wasn't helping like the physiological effects man I was so sweaty I took I had to take off my little card again and it was embarrassing because I was wearing a Cheech and Chong shirt. I'm like, they wouldn't approve of this. They, Yeah, you're not handling your shit. I'm not handling my shit, man. We, Cheech and Chong, we know them. Cheech and Chong, we... I actually uh, I had to post back. a video today. Um, oh, my phone was in my pocket the whole time. And uh, it's my voice on one of the videos, which I don't usually do. What? Let me see. Um, let me find it. So this is one of the trends. We try to get Tommy to do trending things. Hilarious. Which is, you know, easier said than done. All right, hold on. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? How often do I think about them? I, not until you just mentioned it. So oh. never. Katie, you're famous. I'm famous now. That's pretty sick. Thank you. There was one video we did where... Uh, Tommy's wife wanted to do like a sketch about like couples therapy and so they filmed their part I don't know if I ever told you this they filmed yeah. their parts separate when I wasn't in the office and then I had to film like the therapist part without them <laughs> and so then we were going to smush them together and it was one of the worst things that's ever been made did you post it absolutely not are you the therapist yeah I'll send, I'll send that to you I'll, I'll, that'll be a tomorrow exclusive guys if you want to make our patreon and join it that's this is the content you could be getting that is true i'll put i'll put all of my scrapped cheech and chong videos in there for y'all please send it to me all that is, is hilarious all you have to do is make the patreon it's guys it's not that hard it's not that hard you know i think when i think over maybe quarantine i made a patreon and i never did it not for us like this is just like i was like how am just i gonna you? make money yeah and only fans and then i made i had this great idea and no follow-through i made an only fans for my dogs 
I would, I know people like your dogs are, no, one of your dogs is so insane looking that I'm always itching for more pictures and videos of Cadence. She's, she's looking uglier than ever. How, yeah. How's she doing? One of her teeth is trying to fall out, but it's not doing good. So we've been giving her wet food and oh. it takes her an hour to eat. So she's just like <laughs> over in the corner. At... <laughs> really attractive. Oh, such a slow eater. I'm so jealous. <laughs> She's so skinny. I'm so She's jealous. She's a skinny girl. She gets skinny. What a skinny queen. <laughs> um. So what? What else? What's new with you? What's 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 up? How's what's... midnights? How's nonies? How's? Tell me no. about all the things. Yeah, let me. Nonies is great. Midnights. Oh yeah, I'd love your thoughts on midnights. Actually, so guys, if you are in the Atlanta fucking area or the georgia area and you have not come out to midnights you are literally an idiot you are a big dumb stupid idiot it is a show monthly show our next one is october i want to say 22nd october god damn it everyone hold on Please October twenty seventh is our twenty seventh. Okay, it's at midnight. So here's what I'm like: was we had our second show this week on Friday. Um, the vibes were great. Like it looked aesthetically very pleasing. We had people coming in. Like I boosted the advertisement. Like I, I didn't pay for online ads last time, but I did this time, and I think I'm gonna keep doing it because we had people come. Oh, cool that I didn't know and like some people off the street I'm so confused like I know late night shows are hard like in terms of like audience vibe and energy I did my host set it wasn't like um, I thought it was a good host set like for the room I felt like I did my job like the beginning was like okay there was like smattering laughter and then I felt like by the middle to the end like I was like okay I'm not killing but I got them and like they're excited and they're warmed up. Like I felt like I had adequately warmed the audience up. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got up the stage feeling better than I felt at the first show. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like they're warm. They're they're excited. They're ready. Then the first comic comes on and he's like doing like funny stuff. Great stuff. Really high energy. Like he's giving them everything and like cracking me up and they give him absolutely nothing. Oh, and they were just like so hard. I think maybe they were just coming from other things. I talked to like someone who was, she said like, who was in the audience and they said they were like, yeah, the people in front of me were really fucking drunk. Oh. So I don't know if they were coming from other stuff and they were drunk or what, but no one left. Like the entire time, no one from the audience ever left the show. They stayed from the, until like two in the morning or one thirty, one forty-five in the morning. Oh my God. But they never, like they were really, they were not easy to have them give it up. Interest. Did anybody have like a killer set? I'd say the best sets. Zach did like a five minute spot mm. and he had one of the best sets. And Liv went up like second and she had a pretty, she had a good set. Like for the room, she had a great set. She had a good set. Yeah. That is hard because I mean, like, at least it's not like 1 a.m. show where it's like, the most belligerently drunk people you've ever met yeah but i I, i'm like i don't really know what to do here i'm gonna keep trying lots of stuff but well like is there a 
maybe is there like a tie-in or something like oh this place is having an event till 11 30 and then like i don't know they yeah, go hand I out thought, flyers there I th- yeah because i'm like are they too drunk are they not drunk they said they're have they're having fun like they no one left they stayed the whole time they followed the instagram like then then i see them all following the account like oh nice i'll follow the instagram page after so i'm like so you guys did have a good time it just doesn't feel like the room rarely feels like hot yeah and guys don't let this be a distractor for coming to the show it is really it is actually very fun no it sounds really like and also the pictures you take and it looks like everybody puts the effort in and it looks nice (laughs) the recording is back in progress we're back so yeah i don't know i'm we're i'm putting a lot of energy into it because i just want it to be like it's already very fun it's only our second but i just want it to be like very fun like i just want it to be like a good time for everybody yeah like a good sexy party the promo materials are great thank you it always looks like a good time i wish i was there me too you'll come to the next one you'll have you'll you'll host the next one how about that Surprise. I had to host it. Well, you say sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say surprise. I surprise you night of with the audience, <laughs> guys. I'm gonna up here. I'm gonna introduce your host for the evening. Surprise! It's Katie Hughes, and I'm wearing your uh your your purple sequenced. Oh yes, bumper. Shelly's purple. I also oh, wear Shelly's. Oh, it's all Shelly's. The dress I wore this week. I need to get nice clothes if I'm gonna keep hosting this. That's a, that's a deterrent all- for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to dress up for it. I had to do a show where I did not know I'd be hosting. I mean, I knew I, I knew week of like, but it wasn't like when I, when somebody asks you to do their show, they're not asking you to host their show. No. But I did hear that here in the city of the angels, Los um, oftentimes there will be, uh, you know, the person running the show or whatever doesn't want to host it. And they'll always get a woman who's on the lineup to do it. Like they'll never ask a man. So I was I was the victim of this and what it was a fuck a teen show, which I also wasn't aware of when they were like, oh, yeah, we'll book you on this. Oh, so what? It's a te- teenagers. <laughs> it's a show for teenagers. What are you talking about? You're not making any sense right now. The place your parents came to see me do comedy at the uh, Crow has a show for teens. And I had to host the te- and all the comedians are adults. The audience are teens and their parents. So is it clean? It's PG-13. On the email, it said everybody can say one F-bomb. So I got a kid in the front row to use mine. <laughs> That's really fun. So that was good. Maybe that'll be a clip. That You should um, definitely clip that. That's great. I am worried. And I the, the, the worry is dissipating every day from having done the show on Friday. Uh-huh. But I was worried that I misgendered this child while I was on stage, <laughs> which is not really like the end of the world because I didn't like do it again. I feel like I remedied my language to not include pronouns after that. Great. But it was a, a young femme presenting person. And then they said their name was Charles. And I'm like, I have fucked everything up. <laughs> you don't know. You, you don't, don't know. know. I think I think you did the right. I know I'm so I just try to call everyone them on the stage, except, you know, it's funny, except unless it's like an older person that I'm like, that's a fucking she or a he. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100 percent. And I should have known, like, just to, like, be more cautious of that. But then I was like, then I was very cautious after that. Um and uh no, nobody else on the show cursed or anything it was like a pretty clean show and then the headliner went up and said fuck like a million times 
It's like, did the teens like it? Were they laughing? Like, was it a good audience or? No, it was fine. It was fine. Like, I think the parents liked the comedy more than the teens did. And maybe that's the point is to get the parents to enjoy the comedy. So they sign their kids up for the teen comedy class. I'm sorry. What are you talking about? There's a teen comedy class. There's a teen. Well, I got there. So I get there early for the show. There's an open mic for teens happening. So I sign up. So I (laughs) sign up. (laughs) You know, I'd be, they they would ask me if I wanted, I'd be there in my little wild fable outfit. (laughs) (laughs) So I sign up, right? I'm wearing all my, my Zara haul. There we go. Okay. Come on, Katie. Come on, TikTok. (laughs) I got my eye masks on. I'm doing my Olivia Rodrigo dance. <laughs> how much, um, how many teens were at the teen open mic? I would love to hear what they're talking about at a teen open mic. It wasn't good. Of course, God, I would be, that is, so the parents are there as well? There's some parents there. The front row was unaccompanied teenagers. What? Five, and I'll say again, femme presenting young things, all with the middle part down stick straight hair all the same outfit wild stuff what are they talking about i cannot believe you didn't open this is you know how fascinating this is to me what yeah what what were they talking about so like that was the thing like i think they were only doing like a minute or two minutes like okay but it was like i don't think kids minds work good in a way where they're able to communicate thoughts properly do you know what i mean yeah none of their brain is their like brains, I was not fully none of their developed. Brain is developed. Like I was very funny in high school. Like I made everyone laugh. Like I made adult, I made my adults laugh. Kids, like I won like funniest in my school. But I don't think I could have. I think I can. I think I can find old notes in my phone of me like trying to write jokes, and it's just like absolutely abhorrent. Like, but I think that makes sense because I don't think your brain. It doesn't understand why things are funny or what other people will be misdirected by so it's Mm -hmm. more like it's more like anecdotal and then still like you lose the narrative very quickly um but there was there was one kid who very clearly wanted to be a stand-up comedian because like you know comics are on stage like who actually wants to be a stand-up we're poor and one kid raised his hand and nobody else did so i'm like i guess that class gonna be empty Uh, (laughs) But he actually, his dad kept going like, ooh-wee, stuff like that. Those noises that adult men make. (laughs) Are they talking about like their high school and stuff? Yeah. So it'll be like chores or high school or one kid was British and he was like talking about how everybody else was obsessed with doing a British accent. There's just no like jokes in the, the jokes. There's just no jokes. I wonder, God, that is so fascinating to me that they even offer that. Yeah. Well, and that's comedy's so- about like life experience. So it's like they don't have that. No, not yet. So you got to do like pretty much like just like you got to be Jerry Seinfeld. Sorry, I burped. That's fast. I, I, that's such an interesting idea for a show, teen and parent. Cause I feel like the what I feel like who's going to kill with both? Maybe, I guess. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, you could do that. That's just funny. That's a that's a very funny idea. I want to make that show in Atlanta. Oh my god! I don't think I don't think anyone would come though. I feel like L.A. is the place where that happens. Yeah. Where they're like, yeah, let's come. And do you want to take classes for stand up as a teenager? Atlanta, no one's gonna fucking do that. They're gonna be like, 
no how about you take an extra ap class yeah yeah like the email was like the audience will be primarily liberal teens and i'm like liberal teens <laughs> what is going on i want to talk to liberal teens i want to talk to conservative right-leaning pro-life tweens i don't want to talk to any teens actually you know what's unfortunate i'm thinking about this i would honestly probably i don't know if i would kill on that show but unfortunately i get along with teenage girls i think you would kill so well i think you would kill there was one guy who was like a teacher oh and he said one he said one phrase oh he said pick me and that really killed with them okay that makes sense so like if you if you say riz can you say riz to the children riz up my concern is that um yeah i would i would be tuned into all the lingo and trend my concern is i would lean in too hard and come off as like a as as a as a boomer be like oh you kids with your oh don't oh i know the get ready with me videos yeah i don't yeah i, I avoided doing that i did say something like oh this is a joke for you know no one but the comedians but i was like you know, typically you don't try to put co- teenagers near comedians. Um, <laughs> and then the kids funny. didn't laugh and I went, you'll get it later. We're bad people. Hopefully you never get it, actually. Yeah, that's true. Hey, guys, I hear Chris D'Elia is headlining this teen and parent show. <laughs> yeah, that was I was very tempted to like make that reference. And I went, don't do it. No, that's so funny. God, that is the most interesting thing. I can't believe you hosted it. I can't believe I did either. And I did a great job. I remembered everyone's names and intros. And do I you, sat um, there the whole time. Do you get paid more for hosting? I doubt it. I still haven't gotten paid. Okay, come on. That's come on, not because not you hosted, paid. though. That's because you're a woman. Yeah, I, I didn't even want to ask, am I going to get paid more for hosting? Because I knew the answer already, and I didn't want to be mad for asking. No, they, you should definitely get paid more for hosting. You have to be 100%. there the entire time. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Speaking of money, what the fuck is a notary? A notary is somebody who like is like a legal witness. I yes. Are they I had to get a couple things notarized this week. Mm-hmm. And I was always in different places when I had to do it. So I always had to go to someone else. Like I always had to go to a different just whoever was closest to me. And every time <laughs> I got everything notarized from someone's car. Like, it was never, like, is it just, like, how hard, like, do you just fill out a thing, like, online? Yeah, you could be a notary. Like, I've had comedian friends who are notaries before, and... Like, in 10 minutes I could do it, you think? Do you think it's that easy? I do. Because this one guy was at the office, and I found a notary thing, and I called him, and he was like, yeah, he's like, do you want me to come to you, or do you want to meet at the address listed? And I was like, I'll go to the address listed, because it was like a 10-minute walk, and I didn't want to pay for him to, like, pay extra for him to come. Mm-hmm. so i'm going it's like this nice ass office building in buckhead and then he calls me and he's like okay like we'll just meet in the parking lot and like i can do it in my car and i'm like oh you don't have an office here at all so he's putting down somebody else's office building he just put down weird. a building yeah um and then all of the notaries i went to they come up to me and ask me a question about it they'd be like so should i sign here and i'm like i have no idea yeah that's how yeah you get like a stamp and then you're on your way i think it's just to be like i'm a legal like like uh non-partisan i guess 
it's just funny that you're paying someone like who's like illegal nonpartisan for like these very serious documents, right? For divorces and adoptions and will and trust. And then you're paying them in cash app. Right. It's like so bizarre. It's like who made up this? I guess it's to like probably like get the weight off the legal system where otherwise you'd have to go every single thing to the courthouse to get something done to make it legal. I don't know. I've I've been very confused by it. To make it very like I've been very like this just all feels kind of fake, honestly. It's a good scam. It all feels pretty fake. If you had to have like a side hustle, what would it be? Like a notary or like selling lip gloss or something, like an MLM or like I think notary sounds pretty good or like uh Reverend Online, a preacher, a uh, online certified preacher, a preacher or an officiant. That's what I mean. That thing. Where you that's go, what you bet. That's what I'm, I meant. I can officiate now. I'm certified, so just keep that in mind. That's that's the new side hustle. Just keep that in mind. If you need someone to officiate anything, anything at all. Anything we have a we have a we have a big uh dog baptism coming up. <laughs> I'm your girly pop. <laughs> the teens would have loved that, I think. The teens. No, the teens I would have been like, oh my god, are you guys as pissed as I am that you didn't get Olivia Rodrigo tickets? Which I am, by the way. I'm fucking devastated. You got to see Taylor Swift. I know, but I really wanted to see Olivia Rodrigo. She's doing <laughs> only one concert in Atlanta. Ticketmaster is it's like, you know what I can handle, Katie? Hmm. I can handle going online to buy tickets and just like every time I click the ticket, oh, someone else has bought it. God, all right, now all the ones that are in my budget are gone. I can handle that. It's disappointing, but I can handle it. What I cannot handle, what drives me into a rage and depression is having tickets that are in my budget, good seats, in my cart that I have bought them. It says, you, we ha- we're holding these tickets for you for 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Putting in my credit card information. Giving them the CV number on my credit card. Wells Fargo, we're sending you a text to confirm it's you. Putting in the text. Buying, clicking that I want the ticket insurance. Clicking all of that. It's saying confirming. And then getting an error message that... <gasps> Like, that's the shit that, like, drives me. It's like, you. I feel edged by it because I'm so close. Like, my, I'm so close to celebrating. And, like, that, that, that's what always fucking happens with Ticketmaster. That's insane. And, like, yeah, I know there's real problems in the world, but I really... Because the thing is about Olivia Rodrigo is these tickets are just going to get harder. Like, she's going she's gonna to be For the sure. Taylor Swift in, like, no time, which I know Taylor does not want to hear. Um, Taylor, if you're listening to this, sorry, boo. <laughs> Taylor, I'm sorry. I'll talk to you about it when we get matcha on Thursday. She's <laughs> such a matcha girl. Um, she's up in she's in Kansas City with that football player. I know. I love that everyone knows that. Isn't it crazy that like her life is like news? Like her she is life so is famous. a movie. <laughs> yeah. So's mine. Mine too. Uh, I would hate to be that famous. That Me sounds too, too famous. That's way too much. Your life, like you, there's probably so much grieving you have to do for like a normal life. Yeah. Like, imagine never being able to go anywhere without swarms of people. 
That is pretty crazy because it's like you kind of, I mean, you get everything you want, but then like at what expense? Yeah. And like, who are your real friends? It's oh, like yeah. very, I remember there's a video that made me so sad. Not that we should feel bad for Michael Jackson, but. <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was going that way. There's a video of him when he was like an adult and he rented out like an entire grocery store and hired actors to just act like they worked at the grocery store and they were other shoppers. And there was someone was filming it. Maybe they did it for like a movie or something. I don't know if he was his idea, but like for him to just shop like a normal person and his reaction is like devastating. Like he's so excited by it and like, like just like, oh, I'm shopping and no one's bothering me and there's other people here and like. It's like, oh, he's never experienced that in his entire life. Maybe when he was a young child before he was in Jackson 5, maybe, but I'm not like to just never have that is crazy. That is pretty crazy. But, but to it's... want it is also crazy because it's like none of us are like going to the grocery store like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like the great. I, I don't know. I guess you want what you can't have. I guess it's just like th your life is constantly overstimulated. Oh, yeah. I would hate that. So it's like having the break of overstimulation. I could see wanting that. Yeah. Like never having a moment to yourself. Somebody always wants something from you to schedule your time to. You can't whatever. go out. Like yesterday, I went to Chipotle in um, pajamas, obviously. Yeah. Like literally pajamas and flip flops. Perfect. And it's like. Oh, if you're a famous person, if you're and you do that, it's like there's going to be a photo and it's like, oh, Tamar Rubin's going through something. Tamar oh, Rubin. Yeah. It's like there's always it's like you have to like you can't just like someone will always make assumptions and publicly post it. That's crazy. Yeah, because people always have their phone. So it's like you don't. You're going to see somebody if you see somebody famous, you're going to put them on your phone because it's yes. like people do. Ugh. And a famous person at Chipotle in their pajamas. Like, what? What the fuck's going on? That's, yeah. Oh. We don't, we don't want to be that famous. No. A little famous. Not that famous, though. Just enough to sell tickets. I want to be comedian famous. Yeah. Like, that, like, people who are comedy fans know them and love them. But then, like, you can definitely go to the store and stuff. Yeah. They, those people don't know who you are. No. Or well, if they that, do, or if they it's do, it's comforting. like, oh, cool yeah it's not like oh my god what do you think of because you just reminded me of one time i saw i saw joey fatone in orlando and i went huh do you know what i mean i just yeah uh, uh. but what do you think about the nsync getting back together is that something that interests you as a as a generation z i literally didn't know that's so funny yesterday i watched me and zach watched a video of them a tiktok video of them doing the um, it's gonna be me and we were just like very impressed by them I didn't know they were are they getting back together well, I think that's why there's a there's a media push right now so like they did hot ones they all ate hot wings together Justin uh, Timberlake's in it too I think so what is in sync without Justin Timberlake I know but I'm like why would he do that over his solo stuff maybe neither are going good right now <laughs> that's kind of cool i guess are they coming out with new music see that's as far as i i found out about it is i know <laughs> that they're coming back because they're doing all the social media bullshit huh i don't really care but i think that's like exciting for um people who were probably their fans yeah for women out, like, of a certain age that would be cool 
Like I'd be cool. Like when I was, I don't know how old they are in my forties. If One Direction got back together, the Jonas, well, the Jonas Brothers are together. Oh, which speaking of thoughts, guys, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are getting a divorce, which is obviously sad. Always sad when happens. I would be lying if I said when I saw that there wasn't a little part of me that was like, oh, finally my chance, you know. <laughs> Well, not to step on any of the toes over it while we were drinking, because they do a weekly Jonas Brothers news segment. <laughs> but when I, because they were talking, because they're obviously Jasmine loves the Jonas Brothers, so she wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. So like she was talking about how like the kids were with Joe, is that right? Joe? Yes. And Sophie was overseas. And then I was like, oh, that, man, I didn't, I didn't think that about her. I like that actress. And then you see that like other reports are like, he's holding their passports hostage i was like oh is he a bad person and apparently so yeah this divorce broke and then all the shit was coming out like oh it's because of she's her mother like how she mothers yada yada but then this lawsuit that she is filed against him has come out where basically she has said that she didn't like they had a fight Mm. they got in a fight and then she saw in the news that he filed for divorce like it was out of nowhere for her is what she has filed in the lawsuit and like a lot of it maybe because she wants to live in the uk and he wants the kids to be with him on the road on that's tour. a bad life yeah well zach it's so funny zach and i were talking about it because we watched we were like it makes it makes a little sense that's what he wants because that's how he grew up and like but it's like he grew up with his brothers and like all all of his family was there with joe when he grew up on tour mm-hmm. like i think it's going to be a very different life than for his kids also is unfortunately was just a different time like there was still lots of dark stuff then but i feel like it's just more possibility now for abuse and just like bad bad things yeah and kids should have like a stable like place to be yeah and that should be england so they grow up with cute little british accents yeah, and I think it maybe if Sophie was there too, but yeah, without their mom, like, yeah, it's. But obviously, pretty... she doesn't want to go on their road. She's an actress; like, she wants to go be no. an actor. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. But also, like, if that's true, if it's true what she said that she had no idea it was coming, and it was just after they got in a fight, that is insane. Yeah, that's like that. That shit doesn't that make you just like not trust anybody? Yeah, or it's like. I'll see you later. I'm going for a walk and you get back and there's divorce papers. You're like, okay. Or like, to hear about f- it on the news. Yeah, like what the fuck? Celebs, they're not just like us. No, they literally aren't. But Joe, God, he really was my sexual awakening. Really? I was in love with him when I was a child. I guess he's I- the best looking of the three. People would argue Nick, but I just love Joe. And he was the funny one. The funniest part, though, is watching, like, when you watch, they had, like, a little series on Disney of, like, Joe, the Jonas Brothers chasing the dream. And it would show them, like, oh, this, when we have a day off, we like to go, we like to go go go-karting. It's, like, shit shit like that, like, their lives. But it's so funny how they made Joe sing versus how he actually talked, because he literally had a lisp, and he'd be like, yeah, so... We're feeling a little sick today, so we're just trying. Like we have a big concert tonight, we don't want to disappoint the fans, so we're just trying to like drink a lot of vitamins and stuff. And then they show him singing. He's like, "We don't have time left to pretend." It's like where did they? <laughs> and he doesn't sing like that anymore. It's so funny to think like how did Disney formulate that singing voice? 
we want you to be like yeah like uh two percent like blink 182 like we just need a little little edge on that voice yeah and it just sounded so much more mature than how he actually sounded we're gonna go wide to go cards <laughs> we're gonna go wide. he'd be like we're gonna go ride the go cards we're gonna go ride the go cards and uh we just love funky and he'd be like red dress that was nick but <laughs> <laughs> nick was good in uh jumanji i liked him in that i did not see him in jumanji would recommend he's a lack he's a lactor yeah it's not that also bad. jumanji's just a good movie the remake yeah it is yeah okay they're both All good right. honestly okay katie you've intrigued me i'll give you that much jumanji one i would give a 10 jumanji two i would give like 8.5 wow they're pretty good for like video game video game movies it's not really you've a video seen the, game you've seen the original jumanji right have i ever love that movie yeah have you seen Zathura? No. Oh my god, also good. Zathura? It was kind of like a remake. Josh Hutcherson's in it. Oh, I do know what that movie is. Yeah. Kristen Stewart's in it. There's a you part where I've seen that. Kristen Stewart thinks her brother from the future is really hot. <laughs> Pretty funny. Zathura, a space adventure. It's got Jonah Bobo. It's got Dax Shepard. It's got Tim Robbins. Oh my God, Tim Robbins is in it? Yeah, he plays dad. Wow, that's crazy. I had no idea. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Oh my God. Dax Shepard. I mean, they all just look so young, but Dax Shepard looks identical to what he looks like now. And then Josh Hutcherson looks like a baby. Aw. I wonder what he's up to. I mean, based on what we've learned about other people, maybe we shouldn't look it up, but oh yeah, no news. No news. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah, the childhood entertainment industry is absolutely fucked. Absolutely. <laughs> Hate to say it. Absolutely fucked. I've been watching a lot of Love Island. You gotta watch it. Okay. What streamer? Hulu. I got Se- it. Season three. Season three. Yeah, fit bird, Katie. You got the chat. You got the banter. You're a little bit of me. Thanks, babes. Thanks, babes. I think it's proper. You're proper good, you know? You're proper fit. Proper fit. I would love to get you on. There's the Love Island season three is amazing because there's a person on it named Camilla. And <laughs> she, it's a reality TV show. Everyone on it, you know, is kind of the same. Yeah. This woman, I've never seen anything like it. She is literally um works in she goes her job is she goes to war-torn countries, countries where there has been conflict and she disposes of like she disposes like mines and bombs and shit like that so none of the civilians are killed or injured. That is her job. And, like, that's very much who she is. Like, she's very smart. She's, like, not the vibe of the show at all. And they have her on the show, and it is incredible. That's so funny. So, like, for that, watch watch, watch it for that season. And it's also, like, literally 60 episodes, 50 or 60 episodes. Hour each? Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it would play, like, it would happen, it would air, not live, but, like, in real time. Okay. Like, like um, Big Brother kind of does, where they have like the behind the scenes. 
Yes, I think so. So like people, when new people come on the island, they've already been watching the season. It That's is amazing. Weird. You got you got to watch it. The characters on it are crazy good. Oh, I can't wait. Is she a fit bud. My name's Jimma. My name's Pippa. Pippa, Jimma, Peppa, Jimmy, Pippi. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm Katie. Um, a stand-up comedian from from Rumsford, and I'm here to make them laugh and make them gaff. And then you'd show like a dick getting bigger. I'd say my type. I'd say my type. I'm all about the banter, really. Someone funny, someone silly, someone that can make me laugh, someone smart. Um, and someone tall, dark, and handsome, I wouldn't mind either. <laughs> uh, the other girls in the villa gotta watch out because. I've got a dog with one tooth and I'm going to bite their man. <laughs> okay, now do mine. What would my intro be? Oh, my name's Tamar. I'm Why am I Australian? <laughs> You're Australian. Good day. My, my, my name is Tamar. Uh, I like running shows, but I'll show you something nice. There you go. That's good. good. I like I like putting on a show and I'll put on a show for you. That's good, Katie. That's it's not good. feminine at all. Because it turns into Australian very quickly. You can, make, you, can, you can make me Australian. My name's Tamar. I'm from the Down Under. And you'll be going down under in the hot tub. <laughs> I will say it's embarrassing because watching the show makes me like way more like I feel more tuned in to British culture a tiny bit and mm-hmm. like more excited by it. And there's a comic here who is British and I saw her recently and I was like it took everything in me not to be like I'm watching Love Island (laughs) (laughs) have you ever heard of a show called Bake Off (laughs) I I love the Beatles there's a British comedian Mm -hmm. in Atlanta yeah in ATL since I've left I think so she might have come out a few times before but not too much yeah, no, I think since you've left, actually. Wow. I would have really enjoyed to listen to that voice. I know. She's got a great accent. She's, like, super sweet, too. Is she a real lovey-dovey baby-wavy? <laughs> it is crazy how, like, good. I wonder how she feels and, like, people in general feel about us doing their accent. Because one time, forever ago, she went up at Noni's and did a set. And, you know, had a British accent, obviously. And then she got off stage. And then Gay Payne, shout out Freak of the Pod. He went up next. And the first thing out of his mouth was, Oh, there you are, say, oh, no, they gay, gay, gay. And I wonder if, like, she thinks that's funny. I remember her laughing. But I wonder if she's just like, or if she thinks it's funny. Or is that offensive? I don't think it's offensive. I don't know if she finds it funny at this point. Probably you know not. what I mean? I, we found it funny, though. Because it's like it's it's like if somebody was like, "Hey, my name's Katie. I'm from North Carolina." I'm like, I don't actually talk like that, but okay, whatever. I don't, you're you're like, I don't actually talk like that. But. I don't talk like that. Um, but I do think that the British accent is like a, a cheat code for comedy. Because one time, I, like, I think we're in Asheville, and it was like me, Cody, and a couple other comics were like, "Okay, we're gonna do our part of our act in like a British accent," and it kills so hard. Because people are just like, you know, baby brained a little bit. And you're like doing a voice and they love it. That's so funny. I was I did the Barbie roast on. Oh, yeah. Friday. It was so, that looks fun. so fun. It was really good. And um, 
one of the jokes I I ended up not telling. I told the beginning of it, but not the end of it was um, <laughs> I said it to Zach and he was like that. Don't do that. But I was like, I might still do it, but I didn't. But I went because uh, I played Barbie very dumb. And I was like, I said, um, Ken, Ken's always complaining that I don't give him enough. I don't spend enough time with him. But I've already told him I already have one blonde pussy. Uh, I can't give my time to another. And then I go, I'm just kidding. I don't have pubic hair <laughs> or a pussy. That's the part I did. But then the part I thought about doing was going, I don't have pubic hair or a pussy. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet y'all didn't know I was bilingual. That's funny. I thought it was funny. I didn't do that part, though. But I think okay. you could save that for a... Uh... I think you could put that in a joke somewhere eventually. That's just a good joke. Yeah? Yeah. What part? The bilingual? Yeah, if you go, that's disgusting. And then you go, I bet you guys didn't know I was bilingual. That is funny. I should do that. You Fuck that. All right. Dibs. Freaks, dibs. <laughs> None of you it's freaks fine. out there take any of our ideas. Freaks, I literally wrote it. Dibs. I literally wrote it. Dibs, I literally wrote it, freaks. So, to recap, we're almost at the end of our, our time here. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything coming up? Anything that you'd like to plug? See, I'm going out of town on Thursday. Where I are guess you going? Please, I'm going on my future sister-in-law, her bachelorette party. We're all going on a cruise. Fun. Uh, a, yeah, so I'm very excited. An affordable cruise, a little nervous. Um, That's just like, I haven't done something I was supposed to do, and I'm going to get there, and they're going to be like, you can't get in here. But So I'll be gone. What were you supposed to do? There's just like all these check-in stuff that I, it says I'm done checking in and then someone will message the group chat and be like, what did you guys answer for this question? And I'm like, I never got that question. Oh, weird. So whatever, it'll be fine. Everything works it'll out It'll be me. fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. But please come out to the next Midnight and the next Cobra Comedy, y'all. Um, Shout out to Laura Gardner. She hosted the co. I did not go. We had Cobra last night. I did not go. I was really not feeling it. Um, and she was really a rock star and took care of all of it. And I heard it was a great Yay. time. So awesome. the October one will be great. Check out my Instagram for that. Please come out to the next midnight. I feel like I'm hosting. If you're going to Skullfest, I'm hosting two shows at Urban Tree. Oh, nice. On October 7th, so... That's a fun room. Yeah, that one's fun. Oh, and October 11th, I am closing out Argosy. So, if you want to see me do a longer set, 20-minute set, and don't want to have to drive out of state, <laughs> come, to, nice. come to Argosy. That's a very cool room. That's a... Yeah, that's great. Look at you. Full month. Look at me. How, how about you, Katie? I have I have nothing planned. One day I'll... Oh, actually, this week my, I think... If I read the email right, I think my don't tell comes out on Wednesday. So oh. based on that. Oh, my God. I'm going to be famous on Thursday. I am um, so excited to see it. I think it'll be good. I watched it. It was good. It was good? Yeah. Um, Lots of laughs. Big laughs. So hopefully, you know, that'll help. And then I'm going to I've told myself I'm going to use that video to start emailing bookers again because I've been very lazy. And I say that to myself. It's not lazy. I have had a very rough good eight to nine months. I understand good, this. That's great. Uh, so I'm going to start emailing again. Because I did that like really ferociously when I got here. I was like, tip, 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 
mm-hmm. and then I stopped because uh, I had to find a job, and then now yeah. I have a job, and it's time-consuming. Turns it's out, far. yeah, yeah. So, um, and actually, right now I'm at my job. <laughs> I love that action plan. I'm so excited, guys! Please make sure you watch the tape. Obviously, make sure you share it, uh, comment, comment, engage. Okay. What what jokes did you do? I did um, the classics. I did the doctor question up top. Why is that your first question? I did the oh, the girls are gonna be jealous. I did <laughs> uh, all female moving company. The brunch Great. joke. Great dog dog jokes and queen of the Great. castle. Awesome. And I think two, maybe two other things I forgot, but like did a couple other the, short jokes. Did you do the shooting one or no? The gun? No. That's fine. I didn't have time for that. That's fine. There's that's fine. There's not enough time. There wasn't enough time. Um, but I think it'll be good. They like let me pick like the three clips I would want and like how I'd want to title it, which I was like, I thought y'all did this, but here's my <laughs> input. Um, and so, yeah, fingers crossed on that. Because you never know what's going to hit. You can see a bit. You're like, oh, that's really good. And then nobody watches it. But hopefully it'll be good. At the very least, you've gotten a great tape out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Can so be your tape. I'm going to start using that and send it to people. Yay. I'm excited to see it. What are you wearing in it? Uh, I see that picture. It's like uh, the the cardigan, some jeans. Yes. 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 Pants, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. I remember now. Yes. So that'll be this Wednesday, I think. And if not, I'll update you. Oh, my God. And make sure you send me the video of you being out of your mind on marijuana. Oh, yeah. I definitely need to send you that. And you can tell me if it's, like, worth posting the whole thing. Because maybe I'd post the whole thing on my YouTube and be, like, sober set and high set. That's fun. We could also clip a little bit if you wanted to. You don't have to. You could clip a part of you giving the context on this. Oh, that's a good idea. Your highest moments on the video. Oh, that is a good idea. I'm full of them, aren't I? You're full of them. You come work in the social media sphere. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a lot. I do not want to. Don't you want to make clips for other people? <laughs> Girl, I don't even want to make clips for myself. Amen. I got to get back on that, honestly. Well, I do you want to. Here's my accountability. If you want to do two, a, you should do two a week. I'm. Okay. Uh, Alex Libby and I challenged each other to do two a week okay. and here's the thing I'm not going to do two more but I will be an accountability partner to you if you'd like that I will do two a week too my first thought was well I'm going out of town this week so I'll be one we'll start week, next but... week yeah <laughs> that's a great way to start I'll start next week start next week maybe I'll start making them now and then start posting them that does week. help once you have them made in the docket yeah that's it okay I'll do that. All right, guys, if you want to join this accountability clip, Rosebud Baker posted something so funny where she was like, I put some of my close friends. She was like, she's pregnant, I think. And she was like, when you're having like your fucking uterine wall is on fire, your pelvic's broken, you're on the kitchen floor screaming, crying, but you're like, God damn it, I got to post that crowd work clip. <laughs> I'm surprised she doesn't have a team doing that for her. But no, Rosebud, you are on SN, you work on SNL. Yeah. But I think when it's something like that, you're like, I could just do it. But it's like, I would love to just pay someone to do it. Amen. Me too. I don't have the money, but yeah. Set up our Patreon and we'll let you caption our clips for us. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. All right. All right. I got to go back to work. 
we love i love i won't speak for katie because maybe she doesn't like i you too guys, love I we too love, love each and we every love. one of you we appreciate you guys so much um you know we we really do really grateful for you guys really grateful for you katie i'm grateful uh, hug, for you hug, t- tell the ones you love that you love them today i love you love you freaks bye 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 talk to you soon talk to you soon what you say what that mean i don't know